Welcome to Worst Take, everybody. We got Matt here with Parsa, and today we are going to be discussing George Kittle's contract. Um, me personally, I love talking about players' contracts. The mainstream media and a lot of people, they really don't understand the value. They don't talk about the importance of guarantees when someone gets signed, and I just felt like going in and discussing that today because recently we have heard a lot about George Kittle's deal. Uh, he reportedly wants more than top tight end money, which I totally agree with. Um, and apparently, Kittle and the 49ers are far apart on a deal. Now, I don't know how true that is, just considering all of the other stuff going on in the world right now. We got Corona. We have a lot of protests. We just The money in the world, the economics, is just not how it typically is right now. So I don't know how true that is. They might just be waiting. But either way, it was reported that they are potentially far apart on a deal. Uh, George Kittle's agent, whose name is Jack, and I think you pronounce it this way. Sorry if I make a mistake, but it's Beshka, Beshta. He says that he doesn't care about the tight end market and, quote-unquote, I'm being paid to do a George Kittle deal, which makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Carson, what's what's your thoughts just on George Kittle's apparent – uh, separation with the 49ers on their negotiations. Yeah, like you said, Matt, it seems like George Kittle clearly deserves to be a top-paid tight end in the league, maybe even the league's top tight end, in my opinion, by far, uh, the highest-paid tight end in the league, like you said. But the tight end market is a very weird market. Uh, he's not a wide receiver. Uh, he does play a lot of wide receiver, but his position, the way he plays, and the which and way he maximizes his play is not what a wide receiver would do in day-to-day things. So the pay is really complicated because when I first thought about this whole situation, I thought Amari Cooper is getting $21 million a year, $20 million a year, $20 million a year for Amari Cooper. Everyone would say George Kittle is worth so much more than Amari Cooper, and he does so much more for your football team. Helps you and win he brings, more. Totally helps and you win more. And you win more, and you also get way more out of him. But unfortunately, just like there's a difference between different majors in college, there's a difference between the market for different players and different positions in the NFL and the NBA. It's just how it works. So I, what I realized is through talking to Matt and through doing a little bit more, like understanding the tight end market is these guys don't get too much guarantees. They don't get usually over 10 million a year. And other than that, uh, it varies between a Gronk and an Austin Hooper type situation. Yeah, so with that said, I really want to get into the tight end market. So... First guy that I want to talk about is the most recently signed, Austin Hooper. This offseason, he signed with the Cleveland Browns. He signed a four-year, $42 million a year deal. So that's $10.5 million per season. Pretty pretty solid money. I think that's good for Austin Hooper. Definitely not a guy that's play is compared with George Kittle. I think he's one of the best up-and-coming tight ends in the league. Me, I was personally shocked that, that the Falcons didn't try to keep him because this seems like a good value right here. I mean, Austin, Austin Hooper was fantastic last season. He missed a few games, but he was a really good player. Um, with that four-year, $42 million deal, only 18 and a half guaranteed. And when you look at other positions, there are a lot of positions that make 
way more money guaranteed for a player of more. Austin Hooper's level. You got a defensive lineman making easily $60 million a year guaranteed. You know, just, I mean, DeForest Buckner just got a massive contract. You have just a ton of guys that make a lot. For only a four-year, $42 million deal, 18.5 guaranteed, I don't know why the, why the Atlanta Falcons did not re-sign him. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a fair deal on Hooper's value. I think that's pretty solid. I think he's a really good player. He's young. I, think he, I believe he's 26, and I like that deal. So with that said about Austin Hooper, I also want to move on to Travis Kelsey, who was extended in the 2016 offseason. Now, his extension was a five-year, $46.8 million extension. So not a ton more than Austin Hooper. However, the salary cap four seasons ago was not the amount that it is today. So you have to account for that. Um, in that five-year, $46.8 million deal, he had $20 million guaranteed. That seems like not a ton of money, even considering that the salary cap was not the same. $20 million guaranteed for a player of Travis Kelsey's level? He's, it's, him and, it's him and Kittle. That's the whole discussion of who's the top tight end. There's not another guy really being discussed. It's one or the other. And I think Kelsey's not a ton, but I think he is a better pass catcher than George Kittle. But he does not have the impact on the run game. Still, Kelsey has proven to be an excellent, dependable tight end. He is very good. And he only made $20 million guaranteed. Really interesting stuff, Matt. I mean, when you look at it here, you see a five-year contract. Travis Kelsey, arguably the best tight end in the league for the last three, four years before George Kittle came around. Uh, got a $46.8 million contract shirt in 2016. Inflation has happened a bit, but still a couple years ago. Uh, less than $10 million a year. So Austin Hooper is one of the only tight ends. I think he might be the only tight end to ever be given a contract where he averages an annual salary over $10 million a year. Uh, you know, you we'll, we'll look at some other contracts right after this uh, when, I, when we get back to Matt. But in terms of when you look at the money these guys are getting paid, Kittle has to stop thinking about himself as a guy – and his value he brings to the team because that's not the way pay works in the NFL. And there's no other way for him to go around this. Uh, the only other thing him and his agent can do is re-register him as a wide receiver. And I promise you, me and Matt, it's not gonna work. don't think it's going to work. I mean, this guy is a great tight end, one of the best tight ends by the end of his career we probably would have ever seen. But look at the tight end market. You are a tight end. You're not a wide receiver. You're not a running back. You're not a QB. You're also not a defensive tackle or a linebacker. So you have to look at the market that you're in and how much the max and minimum is. And the max, unfortunately, is not it's, where it should it's be. It's not that high. The guarantees are where high. you shouldn't be. Yeah, but one guy can't shift the culture. And the Niners have the edge in this discussion right now. I mean, they have the upper hand because Kelsey wants to stay with the Niners. The Niners, or not Kelsey, sorry. Uh, George Kittle. George Kittle wants to stay with the Niners. The Niners also want George Kittle, but... Kittle doesn't want to go anywhere else. And two, Kittle won't get paid anywhere more anywhere else either. Three, the guarantees. I mean, when you talk about like a potential five-year, $80 million contract for Kittle and all these rumors about how he wants this money, when you compare that to even something remotely close, let's take Rob Gronkowski, arguably a top five tight end of all time. I have him in my top three. Uh, he's getting paid less than $10 million a year. I mean, with 12.9 guaranteed. So before um, I touch that, on any more of that, was, I'll let you go on on so, that. So talking about Gronk, we can shift right into that. 
So Robert Gronkowski, who I think is a perfect player to compare to George Kittle. Now, the problem with comparing his contract is that he signed his contract in 2012. So that's eight eight off-seasons ago. Much different landscape in the NFL. Still, Robert Gronkowski signed a six-year, $54 million contract. And like Parsa said, only $12.9 million was guaranteed. $12.9 million for Robert Gronkowski, who's arguably a top three. I think, no, I haven't, I'm not looking into it a ton right now, but I think that I would probably agree with that. He is, he was a dominant player, similar to Kittle. He's physical. He can run block. He was like Kittle. He does that. Also, Robert Gronkowski, when he signed that deal, was coming off a 1,300-yard season with 17 touchdowns. And yes, if you're going to say, okay, that that amount of money is not relevant today because it's eight years ago, it's still only 12.9. If you double that money, that's still only 26, just under $26 million. $26 million is not what people are talking about Kittle getting. That's not the discussion. People are acting like he's going to make... Like you said, Amari Cooper, which which if you look at it from afar, you go, oh yeah, Kittle, Kittle's more valuable than Amari Cooper. He does exactly. more for his team, which is true, yep. which I completely agree with. But the market says, well, in 2012, Robert Gronkowski only got $12.9 million guaranteed. What makes you think that George Kittle's going to come out here getting a $100 million contract with $60 million guaranteed? That's that's just not not accurate. That Those conversations are not going to even happen. The 49ers nope. aren't going to listen to that. Exactly, not. And, and, and I think the issue, before you continue, the issue, the issue is literally that people are not understanding the current market because the pay, me and Matt totally agree. I think George Kittle, if we were going off what he does for the team, deserves one of the biggest contracts in the NFL. But that's not the way the league works. Yeah, I think, I think he's one of the most talented players. I think he's a clear top 10 player in the league. I think he is the most important player on the 49ers offense. Obviously, maybe Jimmy just because he's the quarterback, but still, but still, Kittle has Kittle broke the receiving yards record two years ago with Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, and Jimmy all in the mix, and most of it was Nick Mullins. So this dude has a huge impact on the run game, huge impact on the pass game. He was PFF. Some people listen to PFF, some people don't, but he was PFF's number one overall player last year. Yep. Which is which is crazy. Um, it is crazy. For me, uh, when I think about the face of the 49ers, it's George Kittle. It is. So what are you going to say, Marcel? Yeah. Uh, so that's a big statement right there, Matt. Uh, obviously, some people, when you hear the Niners, would think Nick Bosa and Jimmy G. But I think Matt has a point. Is George Kittle, there's a reason why people are talking about him getting a $100 million contract. There's a reason behind that. But some people don't understand that it's not a reasonable take. It really isn't. Uh, to go back to George Kittle... This man had 136 targets in 2018. Not last season, the season before that. He caught 88. The next season, a good he got less yards. Right, Already great numbers. That's 65% catch percentage. But here's the deal. The next year, he goes out, gets less yards because he got less targets, less receptions. But he got 107 targets. And on 107 targets, he got three less targets than the year before. He got 30 less targets. Wait, let's no, let's three, do that now. Three less receptions, so, you mean? Sorry, three less receptions. Thank you for correcting me. And that's huge because his targets went down by 30, his receptions went down by 3, his catch percentage went up by almost 15. 
And, and, and if no you... other player has shown that kind of progression, not even Rob Gronkowski. But Rob Gronkowski has shown that his cash percentage is up there when you give him 105, 107 targets. He's around he's around 70. He's around 70. When you give him around 100... Rob Gronkowski's top uh, most career receptions happened in 2011 with 124 targets. The most targets he's ever gotten was 131. But with around what George Kittle got last season, around the 100 mark, he's averaged around 70. So... That fall off and that consistency that George Kittle brings in the into the game with comparing him to these top tight ends who have gone sure he deserves to be paid more but what people don't realize is how much more yeah how much more can you really give that guy the Niners don't have to play games the market's the market and the Niners can stick to that because if they choose not to then they're changing the market and they don't have to change the market because the market is the way it is right now well even if they do change the market. Some of these rumors, and I don't. That's why I just don't know how true they are. Is like, oh, George Kittle yeah. wants to make eighteen million a year, and it's like, I know, right? Dude, you're not gonna. That doesn't really make any sense. Why would? So why would George Kittle? And and yes, I get how important he is, but why would he make almost twice as much as any tight end ever? That's just. That's just out of left field. Then, that doesn't make and, that much sense, you know? Like Exactly. Um, I mean, with these with the numbers that we have right now, if you're going to pay someone 18 million a year in their tight end, their guarantee should be 3 million a year. Because because they they're not going to give you both. They're not going to go both ways. They're not going to They're not going to help you when the market suggests something else. They're not going to give Kittle 18 right now. Yeah, Kittle so, will have to take 0 to none in guarantees. So, we're talking about how much we love Kittle. We love Kittle. We but we both mm-hmm. do. We we understand how important he is to this team. Huge. We're talking about the Niners don't have to give in. So, a similar situation that I saw with this, with this this type of situation was with Jimmy Graham. So, back on the Saints, Jimmy Graham, and if if you remember Jimmy Graham on the Saints, he was a dominant player. He had t- there was tons of problems with determining how what his value was, and one of the big things that was talked about, which is a little bit different than Kittle. Because Kittle's not like a true, he's not a wide receiver. Like it's his run blocking. It's yeah. how, how valuable is he? Because he he just is so good. Where Jimmy Graham was like, well, he's a tight end, but he also lines up as a slot receiver like a huge percentage of the time. And he tried to get, he tried to get a, um, I believe they franchise tagged him, and he tried to get a wide receiver franchise tag, and there was just a lot of issues. Well, what happened with that is that he was traded to the Seahawks. Still. On, he's in his career. He's never made over ten million dollars a year, and that was quite a few years ago. Like, like Kelsey's extension, like Gronk's extension, but he never made over ten million a year. With Seattle, he mm-hmm. ended up making after it was all said and done twenty-seven million dollars over three seasons, nine million a year in Seattle. That's a that's a bargain right there. Now he wasn't Seriously. as productive in Seattle as he was on the Saints. Not nearly. But but this brings up the question. Are the Niners going to end up trading George Kittle? And I do not believe that for one second they will. I really don't. This is an organization that has proven to get things done early. That's why I do think there's going to be some sort of contract done. But I just think the general public's idea of what he's going to get is so far off. Yeah, 100% agree for anyone listening to this right now. Non-Niners fans, Niners fans, George Kittle is not getting traded. Probably... I would say at this point in his career, the Niners never want to get rid of him. They want to keep him till the very end of his career. Uh, what I would say, though, is the Niners are going to bring a perspective to George Kittle that he may be losing sight of. Because, you know, a lot of the times when you're a football player and everyone around you is telling you you're the best, you're the best, you're the best, 
you lose sight of reality and the difference in money and reality. And the truth is that the world doesn't work the way you want it to. And George Kittle might be one of the best players on the Niners. He might not get paid like that because tight ends just don't get paid like best players. And he can't go become wide receiver. To be honest with you, he's not a wide receiver in this league. He's a tight end and he actually fits the position pretty pretty well. Pretty I mean, he, damn perfect. You talk about his run blocking. He's, he's the exactly. ideal player you want at that position. But, right but I'm there. sorry, he's also got some other skills that a lot of tight ends don't. Like Rob Gronkowski's, like the Jimmy Graham's, like the Kelsey's. He can line up in the slot and produce for you and yeah. run routes. But he's he's not he's never gonna run a streak. Okay, he's never gonna run a deep slant. I mean, he's just there's limits to his product productivity because he's a tight end because he's a big tall dude who can also block. You don't ever see Michael Thomas lined up with his hand on the turf, yes. ready to block somebody with his head down. There's a reason why he gets paid for a wide receiver in the wide receiver market. Because he gets a certain amount of receptions, targets, runs certain routes that George Kittle may never run. But George Kittle does stuff that apparently is undervalued. And the culture won't change. And the problem is George Kittle's not going to make a deal with any team if he goes in looking for five years, $80 million. He, he really won't. Well, uh, so I want to get into what I think he's actually going to make. Yeah, for sure. So I looked at all this stuff. And I'm thinking... Okay, then, and this this is just based on some stuff going around. The Niners have always not overpaid players, but been willing to pay players a little extra money and just not give them as much guarantees. That happened with Jimmy Garoppolo. That happened with Colin Kaepernick back in the day. Colin Kaepernick, I, if you guys don't remember, he got a really a lot. The media has said, "Oh, he got this huge deal." Well, NFL executives and people in NFL. We're like, holy crap, Colin Kaepernick got screwed in his contract. And that's kind of been the 49ers thing, not to screw players, but to say, hey, we'll give you more than you're going to get anywhere else because we're going to give you a, a ton of cash. But they also want the security to know that they can cut a player if he gets hurt in two years and he's or he's just not good anymore. Exactly. The that, Niners will take realistic risks. Yes, and and that's the thing, which which I love that, that how they work. Um. So mm-hmm. I actually have them signing Kittle to a five-year, $75 million contract. That's $15 million a year. That's a ton of money. That's almost a third more than any other Titans had. A, a little bit less than a third. Um, and I have them paying him $40 million guaranteed. The $40 million guaranteed is just a little bit under twice as much as anyone's got. It's huge. This, this contract, I mean, Matt, I think what I'm going to say about your take is that it's completely foreseeable but it could also be the complete overreaction. Like this contract could totally be something that doesn't happen because realistically, when the Niners sit down with George Kittle, they're going to be like, Hey, here's the deal. We could wait till your contract ends and you'll get 3 million this year. Good for you. You have to play for the Niners. You like the Niners uh, till the end of 2021. And then what they're going to do is they'll franchise tag him. Okay. Three times, yes. three yeah. times, the three times, and and he'll and he'll have no other option because that'll still be more money than what another team would potentially give him, especially in guarantees with the franchise tag and especially in salary per year because that'd be easily over ten per year and it would go and if they franchise tag him again it would go over one I think one hundred twenty five percent over what it was that year before so he would be making around thirteen million by the end of that uh three franchise tag kind of strategy so. If, if they give him a deal like this, if George Kittle says no, he might go down as one of the dumbest tight ends to ever play the game of football. Because this is $40 million guaranteed. Okay, we're talking, we're talking Trey Burton, a guy that most people can't even name. 
getting a four-year 32 million deal with 22 guaranteed. That's more than Kelsey, Gronk, and Hooper have gotten in their good deals. Okay, that is insanity. And he's getting 40 million guaranteed. Yeah, so so that's a guy, Burton. Burton had a $22 million guarantee in his contract. He signed that 2018 with the Bears after he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. $22 million guaranteed is the most guaranteed money a Titans ever got. Sheesh. Offering Kittle $40 million guaranteed is more than fair. And I think when a lot of people look at this contract, five years, 75, 40 million guaranteed, I think I might be overestimating. Now, the reason I'm not, the reason I'm not overestimating is because the Niners want to get this deal done. And if Kittle really is trying to get $18 million a year, this is a great deal. And they're going to say, look, this is the best deal we can offer you because this is what you are worth in the NFL. Yes, we know you're so valuable. Yes, we love it. And I would, I would, as a Niner fan, I think that's a great deal. I think that's a great deal for both parties. I think that's a great deal for Kittle. Yes, I get that he's so important. And I think that shows that he's so important. That is that is flooring the other contracts. $15 million a year, and you're also getting twice. That's twice as much as Kelsey got. Kelsey signed his four seasons ago, but that's still twice as much Kelsey got. $40 million guaranteed is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, it sucks he doesn't play at a marquee position. I mean, if you had if you had Kittle's ability and he's a quarterback, the same production level, same how good he is. I mean, he's breaking the con. He's going Pat Mahomes level contract. Yeah, but, he's going forty. But that's just yet. not the reality of this. And that's he's going what that price Scott wish he could be if he was that good. Yeah, <laughs> the quarterback position. Yeah. So, so to your point, Matt, five years, seventy-five million, forty guaranteed. I totally think it's possible. But here's the argument the Niners are going to make. They're going to put a deal like this in front of George Kittle, and they're not going to say much more because I don't think there's much more to say. Exactly. I think to be honest with you, they're going to be like, "Hey, George Kittle." You're not a wide receiver, you're a tight end, but you're also a very special tight end. You're not a typical tight end. So here's your atypical tight end deal, and if you want to compare deals, go to the tight end market and realize that we're actually putting a lot more money on the line than we have to. And that's because one, we're the Niners and we respect our talent and we want our talent to stick with us long term. We value long term talent and the franchise as a whole. We've had people come through our history like Frank Gore. We've had Joe, the Montanas, the Youngs. We value keeping people in this franchise for for long periods of time and having great success with them through those terms. Uh, where I see this going, Matt, is I see, you know, the Niners might come out with a deal like that. But I think the odds are on maybe a little bit less of a deal because the Niners really don't have to do something like that. Maybe what you, 13. What do you have yeah. them getting? So I would say maybe around 13 a year. I would say $65 million with 30 guaranteed. And the only reason I'm saying that is because your bet on that deal is the highest deal I see George Kittle getting. So I went in and I said, okay, what would, um, realistically, if that high deal doesn't happen, what would be the deal? I would say 65 million, 30 guaranteed. 30 guaranteed is still way more guaranteed than any tight ends ever gotten for a five-year deal uh, or in their probably in the history of the NFL. Uh, 65 million, still, you're at a point where you're getting paid easily more than 10 a year. You're getting paid a premium. Yeah, you're getting paid a premium a very significant premium still, but it goes along with what the market suggests a little bit more. The Niners have saved just a little bit more money if they can do this and they don't give up as much. Uh, so I really hope George Kittle doesn't get into his own head. I don't think he will. I think the Niners and him have a great relationship. Uh, the news has really been clinging on to this for the last 24 hours, 48, just because of the fact that it's George Kittle, just because... You know, if the possibility of a trade happens, people would be going crazy. I mean, this is the number one tight end in the league. And we know on, on how the, the NFL block. likes to talk and, about and trades. Yeah, we know how they like to force us in a direction we're not going to go. And it doesn't matter. Because even if the NFL wants to write that rhetoric, 
John Lynch and Shanahan are not going to move. They're not going to move George Kittle. Even if a deal doesn't happen this summer, which it hopefully will because George Kittle is on track to make around $3 million this year, and I don't think he deserves that and wants that, so he wants to do something quick, quickly about it. And Matt said the Niners are usually quick on it, so hopefully we see something get signed. Yeah, I like that you brought up uh, Lynch and Shanahan not, not wanting to get rid of him. Um, exactly. Whenever I think of the Niners actually trading him, I just in my head I just see Kyle Shanahan in front of the media, kind of laughing like, "Yeah, no way!" <laughs> like I just keep seeing that image of him, just like, "No, what are you talking about? We're not going to trade George Kittle. He's yeah, exactly. He's, he's our he's our favorite player. He's the face of our franchise. I think that's the way that they view him, um, and I think he understands that. And in a lot of these contracts, people just don't like to really look into what the market is. And that's why I plead people to do that because people are like, oh, he's going to get so much money. Like 70, five years, $75 million guaranteed. Um, sorry, $75 million, $40 million guaranteed. Exactly. It's a ton of money for a tight end. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not a ton of money if he's playing in the NBA. But he's not. He's an NFL tight end. That's what the, the pay is way less. Half, pretty much half to a third less. It's around that. It's way less. They're gonna be. They are breaking the market, and they're not just breaking the market. They're they are destroying the market. They are altering the market for seasons to come. Honestly, other teams are gonna be upset if this happens. Why? Because they're gonna start off to paying their tight ends more. That's what's gonna happen. Then in 2021, when the next guy comes, next guy comes around to get a new contract, which I believe Kelsey's due for. He might be due for one at the end of this year. Well, he's gonna be like, well, look what Kittle got, and Kelsey's Kelsey's Matt. also a lot older. Kittle's going to be turning 27 this uh, yep. next in the middle of the next season. I think his birthday's in October. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is. Um, Kelsey's a lot old. I think he's 32, but he's still gonna he's still good. He's still producing, and he's gonna be like, well, give me something, give me some more guarantees. That's what he's gonna be asking me for. Give me some more. Give me a closer um, average salary per year than what like look what Kittle's getting. He's getting 15 a year. Like that's a lot. He's not gonna make wide receiver money. And me personally. I think that the market shouldn't be like this. I think Kittle, I think Kittle's way more valuable than an Amari Cooper. I mean, I I would even argue that he's more valuable than Mark, Michael Thomas. And I know that's crazy for some people, but he just has an effect on both the running and the passing game, where Michael Thomas can only affect the passing game. But that's not the reality we live in, and 100%. that's why I just don't see it going over that. I think I think I could be overestimating, but I think I'm pretty I think I'm pretty damn close right here. I think and I think Parsa and me are we're, we got the idea. And Parsa yeah. even said he he first looked at and he's going, well well Kittle like he's more valuable than Cooper. What did Cooper get signed for? Twenty one. Yeah, and twenty million a year with probably take, a lot more guaranteed too. Yeah, you take a step back and you go, okay, but there's been nothing ever close to that for a tight end, and that's why it wouldn't. It just I just don't see it happening. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, if Michael Jordan, if if LeBron James came around back then, right, they would they wouldn't be signing him to the LeBron James deal that he gets today. Exactly. They would be signing him to the Michael Jordan deal of the Michael Jordan era. Yeah. And the Michael Jordan deal of today would be insane. Yeah. But it progresses over time, and unfortunately, it's going to take time for the value of tight ends to get to the level of wide receiver. And like Matt said, there are a bunch of other, other what do you call it, factors here in terms of salary cap how much salary cap each team on average puts towards their wide receiver core how much they put towards tight ends what their max thresholds are for wide receivers qbs and tight ends so as the rhetoric changes as the culture changes as we begin to pay all positions a bit more but emphasize others differently than they have been in the last 50 years it will change slowly maybe by the end of his contract 
this five-year 75 million 40 guaranteed will be just the normal contract for a tight end in our league but today we can't assume that he deserves that much when what surrounds him with other similar talents because george kittle may be a god but there are other gods there are there i mean right i mean you know some people choose to believe in one god and that's totally fine uh but in terms of like sports religion you know there are a lot of goats there are a lot of tops of positions there are a lot of comparisons you can make that are pretty accurate uh so that's what it comes down to george kittle is worth a lot he's worth more than any other tight end in the league by far the niners the, the niners should pay him that but they shouldn't you know, waste money on him when they both have a good relationship and they're both going to compromise. Yeah. So my final offer, my final thought of what the deal is going to be is five years, 75 million, 40 million guaranteed. That's 15 million per season. Parsley, on the other hand, he had five mil, five years, $65 million, 30 million guaranteed, 13 per year. I, I think that these are closer than what most people are, are thinking that's what's going to happen. Um, so I'm expecting that 15 a year, 40 million guaranteed. I think that's a great deal for both parties. Um, please let me know what you guys think. Uh, I'm gonna post this on Twitter. I'm gonna say comment what you think Kittle's gonna make because I want to know what yeah. other people think. I'm I'm interested. Yeah, me too. And I think if you listen to this and you, maybe you came in going, oh, 20 million a year because, I mean, I even thought that at first for a second, but then you you take a step back and go, oh wow, no one's getting anything close to that. And you can kind of go, okay. Maybe maybe Kittle's agent said I'm not I'm paying to do a George Kittle deal, and he said he doesn't care about the tight end market. But that's just not the reality. So with that, thank you guys for listening. This was the second episode of Worst Take San Francisco 49ers. Um, Parsa, do you have anything to say? Yeah, Matt. Just one more thing. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Worst Take Net, at Instagram at the Worst Take Network. We're taking DMs, comments. Like Matt said, please let us know what you think. Matt and I are also on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find us through those links. Uh, so please be sure to hit us with comments and questions. And don't forget, George Kittle is not getting traded. Hey.